Sunday, March the 21st. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. We're continuing our series called The Reset, and we'll be bringing this particular section to a close over this week and Easter weekend before we move on to look at what so many of the other prophets and writers were saying about this great moment for the people as they were recovering and being repowered up as they were moving out of a a lockdown of their own. Before all of that, though, after Easter, uh, next Sunday, Palm Sunday, we'll have something altogether different. And then looking ahead to the Easter weekend, on Monday, Thursday, we'll gather in our communities across the town and share communion together. And then on Good Friday morning, 10 o'clock, online in the usual place, will be an all-age Good Friday reflection. Then on Easter Sunday, all being well, we hope to start up Word and Prayer, a physical gathering in the building at 9.30am and at 10.45, our Easter celebration online. So that's Easter Sunday. We're coming to the end of this particular section in our series, uh, The Reset, looking at Ezekiel chapter 47. And the picture that God gave Ezekiel to pass on to the people about what their new reset, rebooted, powered up life would be like. And we've been thinking about the river of God that flows from the altar, uh, Easter weekend, the heart of, of the altar, the sacrifice, the death and resurrection of Jesus and flows out as we were thinking about last time towards the desert. But before we finish looking at that picture, we need to note just a few other things. And I'm particularly this week thinking about verse 10. You see, the life of God needs fishermen, fisherwomen, fisher mankind. We need fishermen. The life of God needs fishermen. Look at what it says. There were fishermen all along the river banks. Now you don't need to uh, think very far before you uh, uh, remember where else this whole idea of being fishermen comes from. Jesus said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The life of God needs fishermen and Jesus said, I'll make you fishers of men. Whatever else we're doing, if we're not capturing that command, that calling from Jesus to be fishers of uh, people, then, then something's awry, something's missing. So right off the bat, as we get to the final verses in this picture that God gave Ezekiel, the rebooted, powered up people of God needs lots of fishermen. All along the river bank. And notice that the second point is that we need fishermen 
everywhere from Engedi to Engleum. Now we don't exactly know what that means. We're not exactly sure where Engleum was, but it's the sense that all along the whole river, that everywhere we need fishermen, all along the bank, fishermen at every place. And we remember that too, don't we, from Jesus. He didn't just say, come follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. But he said, go into all the world. We need fisher men and women everywhere. Why? Because there are fish everywhere, different kinds of fish. Notice what the the verse says about uh, about fish in the Mediterranean. It was kind of a, a metaphor, a picture of of every kind of fish that you could imagine. And again, Jesus said, didn't he? Uh, I'll make you fishers of men. Go into all the world and make disciples of. Well, perhaps older translations have all nations, but it's literally all peoples, all people groups, all kinds of people. It doesn't matter which grouping uh, that you think of or how you categorize people, then make disciples of all of those people. So as we think about Ipswich, older people that like disco dancing, younger people that like book clubs, people that are into photography or model aeroplane or amateur radio enthusiasts or tiddlywink champions or chess players or squash players or bowling uh, players, whatever it might be, whatever category we could put people in then we are called to go and make disciples, to fish in the sea of those kinds of people, people that work in the NHS or in education or in retail, people that are on the margins or in the middle, people that work in local government, whatever category of people that we can possibly come up with, all kinds of fish, all kinds of of people. In fact, there's this uh, story, isn't there, just at the end of the Gospels, and Jesus is about to send the disciples out. He would breathe on them and say, as the Father has sent me, so now I'm sending you. And uh, one of the, the stories around that time was Jesus meeting the disciples on the beach after his resurrection. They went out to fish, and they caught 153 fish. Now, there's great debate about the significance of that 153 fish. And there's all kinds of interesting facts and figures that you can delve into about that 153. But above all else, what what every uh, scholar points back to is that it was an expression, a way of saying in that moment that the, the gospel was to be finding fish from all the peoples of the world. You see, there was only 153 kinds of fish known at that time. And that's just one example of the way this, this, this number of 153 was there to, to speak of, to tell a story, to make a prophetic statement that people from every, people of every kind, from every background, from every circumstance, from every nation, from every race, from every type of group and enthusiast, neighborhood or network would come and be caught and become disciples of Jesus. So fish from every kind, fishermen all along the bank, 
catching fish of every kind. Are you beginning to get the picture? There's one last uh, truth that jumps out at me from this uh, verse 10, which I think is really important and pertinent to us and the, 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 the church that God is calling us to be, resetting us and powering us up and sending us, uh, sending us out. And that's that fishing was a team, a community sport. We might think of fishing as being a very solo activity. Um, one man, and it's usually a man, isn't it, hidden under a, a big green umbrella, uh, going out fishing by themselves, probably to get away from everybody else. But this kind of fishing with nets required a team. This was a team sport. This was a community activity. And of course, when Jesus went fishing for people, He created a team. That's the first thing he did. He gathered a group of disciples, a family, and said, hey, let's go on mission, a family on mission together. So we need all kinds of fishermen in all kinds of places to reach all kinds of fish. And we are to do it in community. We are. This is a team sport. So we need communities all over our town who are fishing on all kinds, at all kinds of different places along the river. So where are you and those who are with you fishing along the banks of the river in our town? And if we have communities doing all kinds of fishing for all kinds of different fish in all types and different places, then we will have communities that look very different, even though they are about the same key tasks of serving God by loving one another and reaching out to those who are around them. There it is again, the up, the in and the out, all in a community. That's the vision that God gave Ezekiel well over 2,000 years ago, hundreds of years before Jesus. It's what Jesus then came along and modelled and said, this is how we will do it. We will be communities that will go out on mission together. And so he started this great movement that was so successful that you and I are still part of it today. You may remember where I began with this series and that picture, that prophetic picture that we have for our church of reaching out across the town, of having communities in every part of our town, reaching all kinds of fish, all kinds of people. And uh, and as you look at that picture uh, again, and as we were praying as a leadership team earlier on in the year about this picture and this vision that God has, has given to us, we think how fantastic it would be for us to be able to colour in new bits of the picture as we see uh, fish uh, being caught from various places uh, around the town. So way back. God is giving Ezekiel this picture of what his reset, rebooted people would be like. And it's this same picture years later that I hope is inspiring you as it is me about the life that God is calling us to be. We need fishermen in all kinds of places, fishing for all kinds of fish. Where are you? along the riverbank at the moment. Hello, good morning. I 
I want to um, start just by reflecting that we're coming close to Easter now. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday, and then after that is Easter Sunday. And we need to get our hearts ready because we are going towards the cross. But first, we have um, to prepare ourselves to go up in an imaginary journey to Jerusalem. So I pray, Lord, that you will lead us towards Jerusalem, that holy city. Help us to get our hearts ready to welcome Jesus into Jerusalem. In John's Gospel, it tells us to remain in my love. And my prayer for you today is that you will remain in the love of Jesus. That his Holy Spirit will melt your heart, will cause healing to happen. And that you will come to know him better, that you will know him as your friend and as your saviour. So let's turn our hearts to the things of the world. We pray for the UK at the moment. We pray that as we come towards an end of the COVID situation, that we will still be cautious, but we will also move into a situation where our hearts are hopeful and that we, as a nation, go into recovery mode. We pray for wisdom for our leaders. We pray for all who work in the health service and in the emergency services. And we pray for wisdom and um, we pray for kindness to break out as an epidemic instead of harshness. I want to pray for the sick of our community. You know who they are, Lord. Hold each one in your hands and minister to them. May they know your presence. I pray for those who are dying. Help us to support them, Lord, and help us to... Show them your love. And pray for the recently bereaved. I ask that you comfort them, Lord. There's uh, a saying in one of the Psalms, the Lord heals the brokenhearted. Be with them, Lord, as the presence of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I ask this. Amen.